Welcome to Health System CIO's interview with Jeff Sturman, Chief Digital Officer with Memorial Healthcare System. In part one, Sturman talks about working with the new CEO to ensure the IT and digital objectives support the overall system strategy, how he believes migrating to a new ERP will get Memorial to the next level in terms of managing the business, and how the Care Coordination Center is leveraging analytics to more effectively manage patient flow. Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about what some of your core objectives are right now, what you guys are looking at for next year, and then some of what's happened as far as the restructuring of, of leadership at your organization. So, so you're with Memorial Healthcare System, South Florida, and you guys have six hospitals? So we're six hospitals. We're about a $2.8 billion healthcare system, about 2,300 physicians or providers on our medical staff almost 15,000 employees. You know, we're a public healthcare system. So we're the South Broward Hospital District. Uh, so we own essentially a third of the county. The other two thirds of the county is our sister health system, Broward Health. They're smaller in size in terms of revenue and employees, but that's just because we continue to serve a lot of areas, even outside our, our general geography. But we're a great healthcare system. Love being here. Very family focused, very community focused. And I think we're doing some great things on the digital front. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to get into that, but just for a little clarification, what's the relationship like with Broward as far as you and you know their leadership? So we're very, very close, relatively new in that closeness in the last year and a half. Shane Strum is their CEO and he's a very good friend of mine, but he's also a terrific leader and used to work here at Memorial but he also was the former chief of staff of three different governors in Florida. And so we are working in partnership with Broward Health greatly right now. So lots of collaboration. One of the first areas out of the gate is actually IT collaboration. So lots going on there right now. And uh, our relationship's very good. So I'm, I'm actually doing double duty these days. I'm their interim chief digital officer as well as the chief digital officer at Memorial. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That'll keep you busy. I'm yep. sure. Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about some of the digital you know, transformation you guys have going and, and what you're seeing for the near future. Yeah, sure. So clearly everything we've been doing in the last couple of years has been pandemic focused and, and initiated to some degree, but we're really trying to look at how we engage our consumers at a different level. So for a long time, my executive team probably wouldn't like me saying the word even consumer. They would like me to say patient. Um, I think they've evolved more recently. We've got some a new CEO who is incredible. He came from Louisiana, from Baton Rouge, um, and Scott Wester has been with us for about 90 days now. He's progressive. He's smart. He knows healthcare operations. He knows strategy. He knows partnerships. He knows financials. He knows IT. Um, and so I'm really excited to have Scott here, but that's influencing our agenda and our strategy. So the things I'm doing in digital and IT are really focused on how we're facilitating this overall healthcare system strategy. So I mentioned partnerships, for example, we're working with a lot of different companies right now to think about delivering care in different ways. So we know we're really good at hospital-based medicine. We know we're not that good at some of the other ways in which patients and consumers want to get care. Things like mm -hmm. hospital at home, home health, orthopedics, 
women's services. So we're looking at different partnerships that can help facilitate those areas of movement in healthcare, really getting out of the hospital. And obviously technology plays a huge role there from remote patient monitoring, from virtual care. One of the major areas I'm looking at right now is taking virtual care to the next level for primary care and urgent care and behavioral health services. That was born out of necessity during the pandemic and certainly has carried over now. The other thing that we're focused on, and there's so many things, but the other area is thinking that we have six hospitals and lots of ancillary facilities, but we have historically thought of those organizations as almost independent from each other. So really pulling these organizations together to be a healthcare system. I know that sounds like not that novel, but it is novel for a lot of organizations. And so we're really trying to, again, move us to be a health system focused, create standards, create tools, create consistency and experience. So we're standing up what we call the command center or our care coordination center, and that'll help with patient flow. So, and, and Kate, we have considerable problem, like probably many others do, at two of our hospitals. And these are our two biggest hospitals, one on the east side and one on the west side of our county. And they're both holding a huge number of patients every single day in their emergency department. We're not getting patients out of our hospitals as quickly as we need to, to get them to the various ancillary, long-term care, home health, rehab facilities, or what have you, um, those post-acute care settings. And so we think the Care Coordination Center that we're standing up and really underlying it at a foundation is all technology. So we're implementing EPIC's command center function in the command center or the Care Coordination Center. And, uh, and that'll be a huge lift, both from a technology standpoint, but also operationally, because everything we do is, you know, got this huge operational slant. The third thing I'll mention to you is it might not be all that sexy sometimes, but our ERP. So we are moving away from our current ERP, which we've had for 25 years to Workday. And so the way I, I, I put that analogy always out there is, we implemented Epic here a dozen years ago, and that was all about patient care. Now we're looking at our ERP, and that's how we really manage our business. So everything from supply chain, HCM or HR, as well as finance, GL, and the whole financial analytics part of uh, Workday. So we'll be doing a big bang. We kicked that project off a couple months ago now, working with some great consultants, um, as well as the vendor. And uh, I think in combination to that, that'll get us to the next level about how we manage our business. Then we'll have this really sophisticated enterprise EHR, which we have with Epic. We'll actually be in a really good place. And the last thing I'll mention, and there's lots of things in between all of this, is just our ongoing effort with rolling Epic out to the community. So we have a connect program with a district uh, of Palm Beach, which is just to the north of us, where we provide EPIC services to them. We also provide EPIC to a number of unemployed but voluntary medical staff members in our community. And then I mentioned Broward Health to kick us off. Broward Health, everything we're doing there right now, looks like we're providing IT services to them, 
uh, were contracted, how we take that again to the next level, whether it be a shared services model, a new co, a joint venture remains to be seen. However, likely what will sit at the bottom of all of that is the EHR. And so that's something that's still a, a work in process, whether they'll go with Epic, our instance of Epic, or whether they'll maintain Cerner remains to be seen. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's it. That's that's all you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so, well, it's funny you, you mentioned ERP. No, maybe it's not sexy, but it, it's a huge priority for a lot of leaders right now. But going to work day, how big of a lift is it leaving the system you've been on for a while? Yeah, and you know we all we say this a lot. In fact, we just had a meeting about this last week. One of our guiding principles, and we have many, but one of our guiding principles is let's not recreate what we have. We've been on our current ERP instance for the last 25 years. We think memorials different than every other healthcare system in the country or the world for that matter, when the reality is we know we're probably all 95% the same. And so the way we deliver care, the way we take care of our employees is very common. And so let's take those leading practices from Workday where they've done this elsewhere and apply it here and not again, recreate what we did for the last 25 years, because frankly, it's inefficient. It's not best practice in a lot of cases. And at the end of the day, it's not creating the standards in kind of the world-class or modern way in which we all want to work. So the lift culturally and from a change management standpoint is the hardest part. The technology, we all know this, we've done this so many years. The technology is candidly, I think a lot easier to deal with, but when you layer in the people and the process side of the equation, that's the hard parts of this stuff. Yeah, but it's uh, obviously something where it's it's going to make things easier, it's going to make things flow better, but it's just getting to that point. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. It's a year and a half of you know a lot of work, and I know it will pay off in the, in time. Uh, people are are working really really hard right now. Yeah. Okay. So the care coordination center. That's really interesting. And does that take some of what was happening during COVID with setting up command centers and, and go off of that? Or is it not necessarily? Yeah, not really. I mean, we all had our command centers during COVID, whether it would be to focus on vaccinations or testing. And we did that really, really well down here. But I think the Cure Coordination Center for us is kind of multi-purpose. One, again, is really to focus on patient flow. And that's the primary purpose to get the patient to the right care setting, whether it be in one of our hospitals or out of one of our hospitals, in the right bed where there's capacity, identifying based on data and analytics and taking kind of the subjectivity out of this and making this much more quantitative in analysis. So there's that component to it. The second component is we're putting in our care coordination center remote sitters. So again, we can see visually a number of patients at a single time in a single pane, if you will, of how they're doing. So we can cut down on falls, so we can communicate with patients um, more broadly because everyone's dealing with nurse staffing shortages. Everyone's dealing with this common problem of just staffing in general that we think there's an opportunity that we can do more with one person but give them the visual cues and, and again, the analytics to help support them clinically. And so there's that component. And then the final, not final, but in the short term, we're also bringing some telehealth and virtual capabilities 
into the care coordination center so that we can again do consultations across our system more effectively. Yeah, I mean, patient flow is something that's been a challenge for a long time. And I think that people just didn't really even know how to approach it best. And yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's terrible. I mean, as a patient or a family member, and, and you think you're going to be discharged, and then six hours later, you're still in that bed. First of all, that's bad for patient care. It's bad for the psyche. And, and it, it can relieve a huge burden, I think, on the, the whole system. Uh, so if we can make that just a little bit better, cut down our average length of stay, I mean, that'll be important financially as well. Yeah, sure. I think our focus is on the clinical side, first and foremost. Though. Right, of course. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.